Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. News Radio 1360 KKTX. City Councilman Greg Smith coming up. And um, I'll get to that uh, story about breaking up the um, Corpus Christi Economic Development Corporation because it needs to serve the area. Uh, Brother Dave said by with your sports. Here is uh, Brian with your traffic and weather together. Contractors will be working on Horn Road today. They'll be implementing a temporary lane closure of both westbound lanes between Greenwood Drive and Airport Road. Westbound traffic will then shift into the turning lane. Lane closures are expected to be in effect for approximately one week. And contractors will temporarily close the right westbound lane of Mestina Street, beginning on Waco Street and ending on North Staples Street. This closure is expected to last approximately two weeks. Today is going to be partly cloudy and windy with a high of 83. We'll see clear skies tonight with a low of 68. Right now, we're looking at clear skies with a temperature of 70 degrees. So I'm watching the uh, game last night, and I had uh, turned on the pregame show uh, while I was doing some uh, answering some email. And I listened to guys talk about how bad the uh, Patriots' uh, offensive line was. And then the game started, and I watched uh, Tom Brady surgically take apart the uh, Jets, and it was just the first of a three-hour demonstration on how you want your team to react to adversity. Uh, it's crazy, isn't it, Dave? Oh, yes. And what's, what gets me is uh, how the rest of the NFL is just sleeping. While they were winning uh, 33 to nothing against the hapless Jets, who the Dallas Cowboys uh, just saw last weekend, they were making a trade with the Atlanta Falcons for a receiver. Uh, Tom Brady, you look at this receiving core, they are, they're terrible. Tom Brady is unbelievable. He is, like you said last night, Jim, he is surgical. He is not just a really terrific thrower, but he is a mastermind as a quarterback. He knows where to put the ball. He knows where every defensive player is, not where he is only, but where he's going. Mm -hmm. It's it's amazing to watch this guy, Jim. And you're so right. To listen to the broadcast, of course, they're trying to sell this game. But it was going to be the New York Jets just running over the hapless New England Patriots. Well, when they keep talking like that, uh, it makes me wonder, who do these people think they're talking to? Somebody that just tuned in haphazardly? Somebody Has that never doesn't... watched NFL football before. Yeah, exactly. Because we we know that the theme or the story all along for the Patriot is who's up next? Who steps up? And that that rookie receiver was doing a terrific job and when he wasn't catching the ball, Edelman was. And after Brady hit Watson in the face with that oh ball, uh, like he, he he forgot who he was playing for, he decided, okay, if I turn around, the ball is liable to be there. 
Well, the, right after that uh, ball hit that guy in the face, that's when they announced that they had made a trade with the Atlanta Falcons trading their second-round pick for wide receiver Mohamed Sanu from the from the Atlanta Falcons. That's that's this team is remarkable to me, Jim. You know, they're they're seven and zero. They're by far the best team out there, but yet they're they're inside saying we need to get better. We need to get better. That. that Bill Belichick's amazing to me. It's just fun to watch. That defense, wow, it was suffocating. That, that's got to be one of the best defenses in the league, Jim. Whoa. They were blitzing all over the place. Just Donald, did, he, after the game, he said, I'm seeing ghosts. Yeah, I heard him say that. And, and you know, I thought, you guys bought into the fact that you're a great team because you beat the Cowboys? <laughs> that's, that's what that boiled down to. Pretty much. Or I thought yes, it, it did. did. Yeah, it did. Well, they got Sam Donald back last week as quarterback, and he surgically destroyed the Dallas Cowboys. Then they got their uh, all-pro middle linebacker back for this game. So, yeah, there was a lot of excitement and enthusiasm going to this game if you're in New York Jets. But the, the New England Patriots are just on a different level. It's, it's, all right. Patrick Mahomes is uh, <clears throat> progressing nicely uh, three to six weeks. He's going to be out. Cam Newton is out. Kyle Allen is going to start against the 49ers on Sunday. And, brother, if I, you know, the Patriots may be minimally better than the 49ers as far as I'm concerned, and both of them can beat the Cowboys. Oh, gosh, yes. Well, I don't want to do any rankings right now. I don't, the Cowboys are so far down in my book, I don't know where they are. But you're looking at the two best defenses in the league when you mention those two teams. I know. The 49ers, uh, Lynch, the general manager over there, we saw him, John Lynch, we saw him all pro safety in the NFL for many years. He knows how to put a defense together, and that's what he's done over there. Now, the difference is, is they don't have Tom Brady. That's the only difference between those two teams. Yes, but you have two Tom Brady. You Garoppolo seems to have bought into, here's what we would really uh, want you to do, and you can, we uh, put some things in there uh, where you can show off. Well, they beat the Washington Redskins nine to nothing last week, and he didn't turn the ball over, Jim. And that's what they want. They want him to go in there and manage the games because they know their defense is that good. Just go in there, and manage the games, kind of like Cam, kind of like uh, uh, Dak Prescott did the first year in the league. Remember with the Cowboys when they were thirteen and three? They just said, Dak, go in there and kind of run the offense. Our defense is that good, and you just make sure you don't turn the ball over. And that's what uh, he's Garoppolo's doing right now with the Forty ers He's not turning it over which is always a plus, and, and let the defense, you know, help them out. Well, And that is a great defense. I watched them last Sunday, Jim. They're good. Something tells That's me if the Panthers win with Kyle Allen uh, starting, Cam may need uh, another couple of weeks, you know, of rest just to be safe. I, I think that uh, people would start looking at A&M recruiting a little bit better if Kyle Allen wins. Yeah. How many quarterbacks are in the league that went through A&M? You know, it's, 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 it's amazing. Well, that's a, or, or, or actually stepped on campus, Jim, for a week. Let's yeah. say that. <laughs> and how did we miss those guys uh, anyway? Yeah, I think making a lot of promises and not keeping them. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? The... Uh, the uh, big, uh, the big kid, Zion Williams, is out with a with with a knee problem. He's going to have to have surgery. 
Tonight, Jim, the Toronto Raptors host the New Orleans, Pel- New Orleans Pelicans, and, and this is the tip-off for the Social Injustice League. This is game one. The NBA kicks off tonight. Yes, that's a, the yeah. Toronto Raptors are your NBA defending NBA champions, and they are hosting the marquee player of the of the year this year. He's you know we've heard everything about Zion Williamson, and he's coming in with a bad knee. Now, I, I, I you. Sure, he's going to have to have the surgery. I didn't get to see that, but if he's having surgery, I saw that they were holding him out because of me, but I didn't know if he was having surgery. But either way, it's it's you know it's bad news for New Orleans because he's the he was the number one pick this year, and then uh, the game after that, of course, we have the L.A. Lakers taking on the L.A. Clippers. I know you're going to be staying up late to watch that game, Jim, uh, but uh, you should go ahead and tape it so you can watch it tomorrow. Uh, no, I'm I. There well, two, there's another game that's going to be on Fox you might be watching. The World, World Series. Series starts tonight. <laughs> yes, it does. What a bad night for the NBA to kick off, too, huh? Um, I, listen, the, the Astros are at Minute Maid Park, I can imagine what the tickets are going for. The fans are going crazy up there. Jim, you have Cole Garrett. I mean, Gary Cole pitching for the Houston Astros, who is 19 and 0 since uh, last time he lost. He's he's 19 and 1. Take out that one. He's 19 and 0. So, Jim, you're going up against him against Max Scherzer, who used to be, of course, with Max Scherzer was unbelievably good. But if you look at his last three games, Jim, he's given up a lot of runs. So, I, I think the Astros should be big favorites going into this game. Um, at home where there were 60 and what 29 well it worked out well because now the pitching rotation is back on schedule correct see we get uh, Cole and Verlander at home Jim if the Nationals win they deserve to be, they deserve this championship because they're going to be going against uh, a World Series champion just two years ago at home with our two best pitchers on the mound both vying for Cy Young awards so if Washington can come in there and beat they deserve it. All right. I appreciate it, Dave. Thanks. You bet, Jim. The uh, headlines in the uh, Call of Times and Stories this um, morning. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I do with that? Pro- oh, here it is. Uh, Border Patrol seizes $4 million in narcotics uh, at a checkpoint uh, last week. Kingsville agents working at the Javier Vega Jr. checkpoint. Referred a sport utility vehicle for a secondary inspection after a canine alert and discovered multiple bundles of methamphetamine hidden in the vehicle. 75 pounds worth of uh, meth, 2.4 million. And the following Sunday, Alfonso's agents working at the same checkpoint referred a pickup truck to a secondary inspection after another canine alert. Agents discovered bundles of cocaine throughout the vehicle weighing weighing nearly 62 pounds and a total estimate to be worth $1.9 million. So it's uh, $4 million in narcotics. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, there's just uh, – if this is what they found, what do you – what were the reports you guys got in Congress that – I don't remember, but it's only a more. fraction of it. And you know, it's, a, it's a shame they 
didn't get the cash. I guess it's good they got the drugs off the uh, street, but you know they can't really cash in on the narcotics. They just destroy them. But you know, they've got programs in place now where they're trying to get the cash going back down south. Yeah, and they get to keep that. You just want them to uh, just wait a while and uh, follow them and get the money. Yeah, they've got cash sniffing dogs now. Yeah. Speaking of that, the did you um, get any uh, mail over the the uh, early voting and the all I got was that same propaganda you got that uh, was so misleading about Prop Four. We'll go over that here in uh, just a minute. Radio 1360 KKTX. Lago here. Blake's in the box. City Councilman Greg Smith coming up and uh, Police Chief Mike Markle. I want to get to a... Uh, boy, that was good. Uh, heard it through the grapevine. Uh, things we've heard about the university opening, um, I guess, part of a campus downtown. And uh, let me get to some email here. Um News Radio 1360, KKGX. Uh, this is uh, from Diane. Uh, Lago, love starting off my uh, day listening to your program. I'm a little confused on Amendment 4 on this uh, ballot issue regarding the prohibition of a state income tax. I thought we already had a state law enacted prohibiting the implementation of a state income tax. If that is so, why do we need this amendment? I'm inclined to vote against this. If you vote no... On Proposition 4, you're making it easier for them to implement a state income tax, Diane. Go ahead, Blake. Now that's, you just hit it on the head. Even though it a personal income tax, there are provisions, there are ways around it by taxing people's income if they have like a personal limited liability corporation and uh, – you know, pass through tax entities. So, um, I don't think you can have enough provision saying no, 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 no. We mean it. No, don't enact a state income tax. And and and, and let me be perfectly clear on this. We've got a um, a perfect example of just how sticky fingered uh, people get when it comes to tax money. About uh, eight years or so ago, the whining and gnashing of teeth that went on with the uh, people in the appraisal district about, we we feel sorry for ourselves because we need a new building, we need a new building, we need a new building. And there was a talk show host on the, uh, on, on the board who agreed in private to hide tax money. 
when some of the entities around who tax had overcharged people instead of giving the money back. They decided we'll just uh, keep uh, the overpayment and we'll throw that in the mix to uh, build a new building. Yeah, but back directly to Proposition 4, right now, to enact a state income tax, a majority of the House and Senate have to pass it, and then it goes to the voters. Prop 4 says it requires a two-thirds majority of the House and Senate to um, pass it. So that's that's how it makes it harder. I I think you missed the point again, but... Uh, go ahead. Okay. No. All right. I'm just, I'm just saying, what happens with tax money when you've got it out here laying around? And, uh, you know, we need to give this back to the no, uh, entities because they overpaid. Let's give it back. No. no it they, never have to, it happens that way. They don't want to give tax it, money available. I'm going after it with fervor. Yeah, no, they never want to give it back. They never want to uh, lower a tax. And the way to shrink government is to starve it for money. Hey, state's budget's up 14% this last go-around, Blake. Yeah. It is? Yep. Oh, I wonder why. Greg Smith just walked in. Good morning. City Councilman, uh, District 4. Well, we're blessed that our budget is going up not so much based on tax increases, but our economy is doing well, and we got more people moving well, to our state. It, it's a severance tax is what it is. So for every yep. barrel of oil produced, state gets a cut. Let's stop that. We need to stop that right away. Equal and uniform for sales tax. Uh, So, yeah, 3.5% max each year. Do you want to explain that for people like me who don't understand it very well? Uh, Okay, so uh, on property tax, there's a 3.5%. Increase uh, that, that's the max that passed this last legislation. So, why don't we do the same thing for sales tax? Uh, an equal and uniform plan for sales tax is uh, state can increase spending by over three and a half percent, and if it's more than that, then they uh, lower the sales tax rate. Same thing applied, it's applied to property tax. Gets to Blake's point, got out the money. So, Greg Smith, City Councilman Greg Smith, District 4 rep. Uh, his name came up quite a few times last week. We had Uh-oh. an emergency meeting with Jeff Blackard, and uh, he said you came to his office and apologized for not understanding the TERS. And I thought <laughs> to myself, this is not about a misunderstanding of the TERS. This is, could we just wait until the 29th when we have a study from uh, urban engineering. Well, last Tuesday, uh, we talked. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. 
online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. About the TERS, tax increment uh, financing on there, which is a, a vehicle for uh, development with it. And there's two components to the TERS. One is we okay a TERS, but the other part of it is a financing plan. And in this financing plan, which we just got the information six days before that, there's $32 million in spending. And there was a big push for us to okay the TERS. When you okay the TERS, you okay the financing plan that goes with it. Right. Look, I had big problems with that. $32 million is taxpayers' money. Yeah. And we put it in the financing plan. Don't we? Shouldn't we talk about it? Uh, about two-thirds of that $32 million went to uh, subsidies, grants, whatever you want to call them, writing out checks to the uh, property owners in there. And uh, I, I thought it was worth the discussion. And uh, so did I. Yeah. A public discussion. A public discussion uh, with it. And we've got a workshop this Thursday. We're going to be talking about it. And then it'll be back on the agenda next Tuesday uh, with it. So, and the plan that was presented to us, hopefully, we're not going to go with it. More on that. City Councilman Greg Smith. Your questions, comments, 560-558-9560. Take ATX. News Radio 1360, KKTX. Jim Lago here. Glad you're along this morning. Blake's in the box. City Councilman Greg Smith, District 4 Rep. I saw Greg at the uh, uh, Thursday night thing uh, out there in your district. Were you surprised that you were kind of the only guy that showed up from any uh, government agency? Well, you need to be there. So, uh, yeah. It was a terrific night. It was mm-hmm. the debut of Stevie Start's uh, video that went along with that song, Thank God It's Padre. And I would think, you know, somebody from the CVB should have just to yeah. take a look, just to see. My thing was, given the given the idea that some people have about the island always gets treated like a stepchild. Everything goes to the south side. I hear that from the north side and the west side and and every side in between, east side, west side, all around the town. But here's something that is causing a lot of talk in our community about what do we call the island and do we want to take responsibility for somebody being lost who – can't find their butt from a uh, destination on the map because they think Corpus Christi is South Padre. Well, look, here's a way to get around that. Uh, I thought the video was uh, terrific. Yeah, uh, on there. And, you know, the island is, is such an important part of our community. But I found, Jim, no matter where I am, that uh, sit, like just like you said, the city's always paying more attention to wherever you're not with it. So I, I represent the island, both Padre Island, Mustang Island, Flower Bluff. Um, they're all the way to Louisiana Street. So, uh, well... <laughs> Every, everybody wants more where where they are. Yeah, you but aren't politicians trying to prove all the time that 
Yes, we listened. That, it that, seemed to right. me that would have that's been a good right. time we're, to we're, do that. We're four or five months away from that. We're, we're over a year away from the election. They'll start becoming a whole lot more visible the closer we get to November of 2020. <laughs> You're right about that, Blake. That, uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, the circuit. I worked real hard to be available as often as possible. Uh, you know, and I got very few complaints about not being reachable. But I always stepped it up. The closer you got to the election, you know, you'd say, all right, I was going to take, you know, Sunday afternoon off, but I'm going to go to this this event or that. Mm -hmm. Ten people are there, but uh, you you show up. And and I try to do that the whole time uh, with it. But like you say, you step it up in that election cycle. But there are some elected officials you do not see except within about three or four months of the election. The rest Mm -hmm. of the year, they're gone. City Councilman Greg Smith in the box. Did you get one of these on Proposition 4? No, I, I did not. So I, I'm looking at vote no on, on Prop 4 is, is what Jim's showing me. Yeah. yeah. On because the rules are rigged against us. The Texas Constitution already gives Texas voters control over a creation of a state income tax. Prop 4 severely limits our ability to raise the resources – Resources, code word for tax, needed to ensure a strong future for Texas families like quality schools, affordable health care, and better roads. Now, I, I had a, uh, an email from Diane. Hey, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to vote against this. Well, no. If you want to safeguard not having a state income tax, you need to vote yes on Proposition 4. Well, like we were talking about earlier, the state spending is up 14 percent. We need an income tax on top of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they got plenty. Even a suggestion plenty. with yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we need more. We need more. All right. We have the opportunity to um, – Vote on 10 constitutional amendments, including the uh, parks-related Proposition 5. And if that is approved, Proposition 5 would guarantee that revenue received from the collection of, and this is an important word, Mm -hmm. existing state sales tax on sporting goods is appropriated to Texas Parks and Wildlife Department and the Texas Historical Commission. I got a little bit of a twinge when you throw the Texas Historical Commission in there because I can see the old courthouse. Oh. Or several other buildings yeah. across horror the stories that we have. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, that money was – always supposed to be for parks and wildlife and yes. why, why don't we just can we take a racer in there and erase the i, I love history and that's you know, really one of my favorites but uh yeah and you think sporting goods so let's take the sales tax that's dedicated for history into texas historical committee yeah off of every history book so yeah mm-hmm. let's uh, uh yeah. all right uh, this is not a new tax all right it's it, it's not going to raise your tax. State law currently authorizes the legislature to make appropriations from the collection of sales taxes on sporting goods to support state parks, local park grants. Let me repeat that. Local park 
grants. Texas Parks and Wildlife has been instrumental in putting money into South Texas. I don't want mean to wake you up, Blake. If you launch a boat, you're probably at a boat launch, 50-50 chance it was a grant from the Texas Parks and Wildlife. Right. That, that, when they talk about grants, that's a good example on there. Uh, with it, it could be a fishing pier, but it, it, it's really stuff. No, you got you got the fish hatcheries that Parks yeah. and Wildlife uh-huh. runs. You've got the whole game warden program. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and how instrumental were they in the oyster yeah. uh, farming? Uh, oh, hugely instrumental. And uh, with the bill passage, they'll continue to be that way. And when that tax was originally done, the money was supposed to go there, but over time that. Uh, when budgets are a little bit tight, oh, okay, well, Parks and Wildlife doesn't need that, the, so let's gut them. Yeah, the legislature is bad about that. I mean, you look at the gasoline tax that we pay, a big chunk of it goes to schools, yeah. not not to the highways. Not to highways. Mm-hmm. Sporting good tax has been instrumental in funding uh, numerous repairs and improvements within the uh, state park program. And as Greg brought up, uh, the boat launches – yeah, uh, it, it's just been instrumental. Now, the um, uh, the people that keep talking about this are they they don't. I swear to God, Bernie Seal was so right when he called it the forgotten national seashore. Yep. yep. And, and TPW runs uh, Mustang Island State Park. Mm-hmm. Now, after after Harvey, they've really. Uh, they went back in there, and it's a much better park now than it was pre-Harvey. But uh, yeah. like you say, not only is the forgotten National Seashore, but it's much closer. Uh, and you've been talking yeah. about it f- for the past year. Mm-hmm. More so, access to more beach than any place else. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Corpus Christi is the, the gateway to more beach than any other city in this country. Uh, so we've got 90 miles of accessible beach. The longest national seashore in the country, the Padre Island National Seashore, and also the forgotten national seashore, um, State Park. And State Park has actually expanded on the Bayside uh, recently. They acquire more and more land. I think they're up to about 4,000 acres now. Are you um, – I, ne- I, I never went camping on uh, Thanksgiving. I did some uh, monstrous deer hunting on, you know – through the Thanksgiving holidays, but I I didn't visit uh, state parks, and some people plan a whole outing. I I can't see preparing a dinner for everybody to sit down over a campfire, but that's just me. Well, I've I've been in, down on the beach uh, in the winter time, and uh, if, if those northers come up and they're ripping <laughs> ripping down the beach, they're better places to be. <laughs> I, I woke up one morning, I had a half inch of sand on top of my. Sister sleeping bag and uh yeah. might, might be time back to head back to town yeah. it's like um it's like uh, insulation yeah uh-huh yeah a little heavy uh-huh. but it will it will help uh chief mike markle coming up at the eight o'clock corpus christi police holding a meeting for public comment uh brewster street south side has opened why does everything go to the south side yeah. <laughs> and well, what was the discussion, and was this in closed session, about redoing the um, EDC? 
We have to be more open no. and bring in some people from San Patricio County because they really know what they're doing over there. Uh, the city of Corpus Christi has not discussed that in open or closed session, uh, whether that's completely in the purview of the two EDCs. Oh, it is? Yeah. We, we have not been briefed on it. I, so, I, I've heard like you have through the grapevine. What do they think Foster Edwards is going to bring to this conversation? Just the meanderings of a guy that uh, holds jobs that seem to... Um, well, what, what, what Foster does is he has good relationships with the industry over in EDC, uh, over in San Pat County. So that's what he brings, uh, a communication... Uh, that there's a little bit of uh, tension between the two sides on it. So Foster uh, is helpful in that. Why point. is there tension? If, if, do you mean to tell me of the hundred million that's available for uh, and, and the groundbreaking that's going on? It would have been even better if Foster Edwards were in charge. I, I fail to see that. Not with my no. dealings with Foster Edwards. Well, what, I, what I'm saying is it, he, he brings a, a voice on there that the Corpus Christi, the regional EDC, is the agency that um, does the heavy lifting. So when we had Gulf Coast Joint Ventures, which we commonly call Exxon, it, right. most of the day-to-day was done by that EDC with it. But Foster is in, in close contact with all the industry, and, and there is a lot over on that side of the bay. More on that coming up. You have questions or comments. The number is 560-5589-560-KKTX. I don't know if that's place or life. It's place, but it sure goes into the life. Five six zero five five eight nine five six zero KKTX. That's the number. Uh, use it or, you know, appreciate me now. All right. Uh, Greg Smith is in the box. We were talking about. Uh, uh, Greg said something. District four, fifty miles of what shoreline. And uh, I don't know what other in, in the country, but uh, so District Four, there's 50 miles of shoreline sitting there. You have the Gulf beaches, you have the the bay wrapping around from Port Aransas to Louisiana Street, uh, Laguna Madre, both sides, Snoopy's, think of that, uh, Laguna yep. Reef in, in the bluff, uh, Naval Air Station, the Island University, and the, and that really. So much defines not District 4, but Corpus Christi. Did you receive any heads up about the university, or is there a rumor, uh, the university is going to open a, is it part of a campus, or are they going into the apartment business once again downtown? Uh, Dr. Kentonia, Kelly Kentonia, she wants, uh, she has expressed this, that she would like for the university to have a presence uh, downtown. My expectation, it would be not apartments, but a satellite to the university on there. Now, I think that would be great. The, the building you were talking about, as is, is I was driving in, uh, the downtown management district's in that building, and it is, it is just one stout building. Um, is that Buzz Maxwell's old building? Yeah. 
Texas mm-hmm. uh, business interiors. Yeah. yeah, it's the old Penny's building. But you go in there and you look at those concrete columns and. Uh, so Janet and Buzz just did a outstanding job. Yeah. They remodeled that place. Yeah, it, it, it's built to last. So if that is the case uh, on it, it'd probably be a great building on there. And I used to drop by there every once in a while to have lunch with Buzz, and boy, mm-hmm. he was not happy with the downtown management district. It, it, there was a, a a store across the street from him that the homeless were using as a uh, bathroom, and there were open sewer, you know, where a toilet sits on the sewer line? Yeah. There were just holes in the floor. Well, that's better than... At least it was going someplace. Uh, In the pipe with no water to flush it down. (laughs) But it's better than on the sidewalk. Uh, I understand now, I was uh, visiting with Councilman Roy, and um, South Bluff Park now that Blucher is uh, gone. So it's become the old open toilet for that area. Yeah, and and I was talking to Sheriff Hooper the other day, and he shared with me they do a, a census there in the jail, and it, it's a a point in time, and and this was ten days ago maybe. So uh, the the jail has a capacity of a thousand, and on that day, October whatever it was, that one hundred ninety nine were homeless. Of, of that one hundred ninety nine, one hundred sixty six were there for felonies. And 33 were for the high-grade misdemeanors on it. So 20% of that jail population was homeless. 166 felonies. That's a a pretty big number. I used to uh, do an outreach at the uh, jail back when uh, Larry O'Levars Mm -hmm. was uh, sheriff. And uh, Jimmy Rodriguez was uh, pretty heavily invested in that uh, as well. We did uh, little uh, meetings for people who were trying to break their uh, addiction. And I think the uh, first couple of months we had like uh, three or four uh, people that showed up. And then when I started bringing pizza, there were about uh, (laughs) 15 or 20. Yeah. But I, I was amazed in the turnover time when they get out and uh, they would be so happy to get out. And then a month later, they're back. They're back. Yeah, yeah. there's uh, no way to stop that. Hold on. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.